Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nightly, your Monday through Friday podcast source for everything Nintendo. My name is Michael Cottrell, your host, and before we get started today, a couple of congratulations are in order for our SNES Classic Edition giveaway winners. Uh, congratulations to Brett, who wants to share some of these SNES memories that he has as a child with his child. I can relate to that. I can't wait till my daughter's old enough to comprehend video games so I can share that with her. Uh, big reason I bought that as well as the NES Classic that you see behind you. Congratulations also to Ezekiel who is most excited to play Star Fox 2. He had tried out the beta that was floating around on the internet as all of us have gotten into once or twice. But he's ready to experience the entire game. Uh, as I am I, I haven't actually gotten a chance to get around to that. There's been so many other games on Switch and 3DS and mobile. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to the Super Nintendo because my wife keeps promising me that she can play with me and it hasn't happened. So. Uh, till then, until then, enjoy Star Fox for me. To start the show off today, I just want to share a couple of impressions from some recent games. Uh, starting with the least recent one, Mario uh, plus Rapids Kingdom Battle. Finally got a chance to get into that on my plane ride to uh, Chicago and got a little into it. I, the, the first portion of the game is really rough. It, it just treats you like you don't know anything and uh, is very slow to teach you the concepts of the game. But once you sort of land those and get rolling, start to get a couple of your first characters recruited, it gets a little more fun. You get to experiment a little more with the, your team composition and the type of weapons that you give them. Uh, and then each individual character has uh, skill trees. It's cool to see a more colorful tactics game. You know, you compare these to like, XCOM or Fire Emblem or Halo Wars and it's nice to see such a comical and colorful rendition of this genre. As far as the Rabbids theme goes, I'm kind of so-so on it. I never really cared about those characters. I feel like they're really trying to kind of use the Mario franchise as a crutch and uh, they, I feel like, missed an opportunity to make me like these characters by in just putting them in the outfits of the characters that you'd rather have in your party instead of creating some sort of unique idea on its own. Some of the enemy designs are cool, some of the boss battles are interesting the way that they mash those two series together, but I feel like it's a little too on the nose, a little too literal the way that they're mashing them together and I think they could have uh, done a little bit of a different job there to make me care about the rabbits more than I do, but I'm pretty early into the game and so we'll see if that changes later on. I could totally just be early on in the game where uh, these disgusting looking obnoxious white little creatures haven't quite grown on me yet. In the meantime I'm biding my time until I get the rest of the Mario characters to put them in my party because I find them much more interesting. Next up we've got Fire Emblem Warriors which came to the Switch on Friday. Look at that, I have impressions on a game and it hasn't been like four weeks since it came out. Uh, traveling is fantastic with the Switch, by the way. Uh, really glad that I brought that on my travels with me all the uh, all the time in between plane rides and waiting for just everything that has to do with travel. It's fantastic for that. So anyway, with this one, I only got to play the prologue stage and the first stage, but so far so good. It's, you know, a, it's a Dynasty Warriors-like game where there's not a lot of depth to the combat, but the depth comes in uh, a little bit deeper than I think Hyrule Warriors went with the tactics angle that they're taking with this. So you are on the field with one character and you'll eventually battle your way into other ones and you can 
uh, command them to do certain tasks or go to certain areas, and that's a way to sort of uh, divide and conquer, uh, which is a feature I would have liked to see in, in Hyrule Warriors, which you could do to a certain extent if you're playing co-op mode, but this gives you control of up to four characters. You can send them in different directions, have them do different things to complete the objectives. Really like that change, really like the Fire Emblem theme. Uh, the story is laughable, the... Uh, antagonists are silly and they even I mean some of the best story bits are just kind of rehashed story bits from other Fire Emblem games so if you're expecting a riveting story don't but it's a fun game and I'm enjoying my time with it. Alright now that we've got some game impressions out of the way let's jump into some news. So first up we've got an Animal Crossing Direct coming on October 25th so we'll be talking about that that night. Uh, mark calendars if you want to watch it and check Nintendo's website to catch the live stream. This is going to be about a mobile game. Uh, this is going to be about a mobile game in the Animal Crossing universe. I can't wait. As someone who just recently got back into Super Mario Run and Fire Emblem Heroes, I am more than ready for another mobile game. Where that came in handy uh, in my travels was we uh, spent a lot of time on trains getting a tune from the airport and Chicago's rail system has cell service uh, unlike Atlanta's or New York's. So I got a lot of time playing Fire Emblem Heroes and Super Mario Run and really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what they'll do with the Animal Crossing franchise. I feel like that sort of game fits really, really well on a smartphone. The other bit of news that we've got for you today is a sad piece of news. If you were playing LEGO Dimensions and looking forward to the last year of content they were providing, they have cut that short. Uh, as announced today on the Twitter channel for LEGO Dimensions, this is it. They're going to still be doing customer support and uh, patches for the game, but as far as content goes, this is it. And this is an interesting story coming out of... Uh, <clears throat> And this is an interesting story considering that Skylanders is on hiatus, Disney Infinity was also canned uh, earlier last year, and that's that was, this was really the last pillar uh, of Toys to Life. Now I feel like they're going to take this down, like they've taken Infinity down, like they're going to take Skylanders down, it's just going to be Amiibo. And whatever this Ubisoft game turns out to be, which uh, they're making one called Starlink, it's going to be with spaceships, but I think it's kind of too late. I, I don't... I don't think there's much room in the Toys to Life market to make something out of nothing. There's also um, another one called uh, Light Seekers Awakening that I think is on uh, mobile platforms right now, but those figures, the starter packs cost like $70 and they're really high, uh, high grade figures that are posable and have lights and stuff. So that might be cool for a very niche market. As far as the math market appeal of Toys to Life, it seems like it is fading. At least for now. I mean, virtual reality is making a comeback and Nintendo was trying that way back in the day with the Virtual Boy. So that technology is certainly not gonna be dead forever, but it is certainly dead for now. And I wonder with all of this, is Amiibo safe? I mean, as you can see back here, I've got quite a lot of Amiibo. Plan to buy a couple more uh, as soon as I can get my hands on some of the Fire Emblem ones, and I am really excited to have that Bowser Tuxedo one. But this could be bad for Amiibo, or it could be really good. For now, you don't really have much competition in the toy aisle, in uh, the video game toy aisle, as it were for your shelf space, Nintendo has a lot of room to play with that and a lot less competition. And Amiibo have filled this other niche where you can buy them for the purposes of using them in game, but that's sort of secondary to just collecting the figure. They're very uh, limited edition, they, they come and they go, and I think that has worked well for them as well as keeping the supply a little bit low so you don't have a bunch of them just 
taking up residence on store shelves, though the Animal Crossing figure line seem to be a bit of a failure, as a lot of those are now ending up on Amazon for like $3 a pop. I've tried to look at the annual earnings reports that Nintendo sends out to get a gauge on how Amiibo is doing and how it will be going forward. It started pretty strong and then fell nearly uh, half the profit margins the next year over, but I don't know if that was just because the they were doing different lines of characters, they, they switched to the Mario Party and uh, Animal Crossing ones instead of the all-star lineup of the Super Smash Bros. characters. And I don't know if that was also just a side effect of the failing Wii U and the uh, you know slowly sunsetting 3DS. Now that we've got Switch and Switch is incorporating Amiibo as well, I wonder if we'll see those numbers start to pick up as well. But what do you think? I'd love to know what you would make of all of this down in the comments or right into the show at thebentoblock.com slash Nintendo Nightly. That'll do it for this episode of Nintendo Nightly. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you tomorrow with more Nintendo goodness. Also, I apologize for just kind of dropping off the map on Wednesday. I was super late at my day job. Uh, the deadlines that I had to accomplish before leaving for Chicago the next morning, I only finished a couple hours before my flight, so I didn't have the chance to get a video together, let alone even just post the, the winners. Terrible timing, terrible podcast hosting. I apologize. But congratulations to our SNES Classic Edition giveaway winners. And remember, we'll be doing giveaways like this often, so check back with us. Stay subscribed, and if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. If you get on the Patreon, you're part of a much smaller pot, so jump in there. Thank you so much for checking out Nintendo Nightly. I'll see you tomorrow.